Good evening, everybody, and welcome to another edition of Harmonics. I'm Gregory Cree, and I got a very special guest that does dream pop or pop. His name is Roberto Burgos. <laughs> that sounds great, man. Where's that from? Where's your last name from, brother? Uh, it's Spanish. Uh, it comes from a town in Spain, uh -huh. uh, the town Burgos, uh, which supposedly has like the best uh, uh, bicycling, uh, cycling uh, laws in the entire uh, European continent. Really? Yeah, supposedly. Well, welcome to the show, and we're gonna, we, you know, we're gonna go for the next 25 minutes or so, just hanging out, just talking about what you do. Okay. Uh, I listen to your music, and it's quite interesting. It's quite advanced, a matter of fact. Okay. So, <laughs> tell me first, how did you actually get into this kind of music? and what all that you use. You have a partner, Valerie Cooper, couldn't be here today, but all the different things and techniques. Tell me about that, and how did you get into it? Um, so it, it started with, it all started with a four track and wanting to uh, uh, do as much uh, recordings and try to pack as many sounds into a four track. Um, and just sort of like with the very limited gear that we had, uh, we tried to push it as, as hard as we could to get the sounds that we were hearing in our heads. Hmm. Uh, we always had an idea of um, creating pop music that was orchestral in, in some way or another. But you know, we didn't have violins, we didn't have cellos, we didn't have horns and things like that. Mm -hmm. But what we had were, were guitars and synthesizers and guitar pedals. And so we just said like, ah, screw all this other stuff. Let's just try to do it this way. Mm -hmm. um, it eventually evolved uh, in, you know, the, the experimenting evolved more and more and more uh, to the point where we just like forgot about the original original idea of doing orchestral things. Mm -hmm. And then just, just just using what we had mm -hmm. um, to create the sounds that we were hearing in our heads. Mm -hmm. um, we uh, we have been influenced by bands uh, sh like shoegaze bands like My Bloody Valentine, uh, Slow Dive, but also a lot of electronic music like the Aphex Twin. Um, we we used to go to raves a lot. <laughs> okay, I can understand um, that. That's cool. And so, like, we were sort of like we had a foot here, we had a foot there, mm -hmm. and it just made sense for us to just kind of like combine it because that's was that was what we loved a lot mm -hmm. um, back in the nineties. So, when you did this, how old were you, Roberto, when you actually started this? I mean, hearing these sounds in your head. How old were you? When, when, when did you actually know that this, you were heading in a direction where you're hearing these sounds? What, what, where did it start at? Oh, that's a good question. Um, so we started right after high school, but I, I, I think that we realized that that was the direction that we wanted to go into mm -hmm. maybe four years after. Mm -hmm. So I'll say like mid to sort of late 90s mm -hmm. or so. Uh, we must have been like 19, 20, 21 or something. Mm -hmm. So you were saying four tracks, and when you say four tracks to me, I, I think of the, 
the recording in the 60s mm -hmm. and like then there's albums like you know uh the beatles sergeant peppers where they just loaded all of it in yeah. there and george martin helping the beatles do that and then you listen to the stones when they started doing satanic majestic requests mm -hmm. same thing they're just load when you're saying you were loading it down into the four track that you guys were yeah. doing was it just guitars or and you had pedals what kind of pedals were you using at that time you know, a delay, reverb, what were you guys actually moving on on that? Yeah, I mean, our pedals were really basic. Uh, like you said, delay, mm -hmm. um, and anything that had, uh, anything that created big spaces, mm -hmm. uh, choruses, mm -hmm. um, phasers, we love phasers, mm -hmm. uh, lots of distortion pedals and things like mm -hmm. that. Uh, mm -hmm. So those, those were the pedals that we were using at the time. Mm -hmm. And we still use them. Like Really? Yeah. yeah. That's pretty amazing. So when you say we, is that with Valerie or did you have other collabs uh, with you at that particular time, collaborations with different guys coming in or, or girls or whatever, whatever you had? What other musicians, how many other people are involved in this whole work that you do that I just find fascinating, very fascinating, <laughs> should be heard more? Oh, you thank know. you. Mm -hmm. uh, when, we, when we first started, we were three. It was, uh, me, Valerie, and um, our friend Viet, who was playing drums at the time. Mm -hmm. When we decided to switch to, to a more electronic format, he switched to bass. Mm -hmm. um, and then eventually we added other members uh, in the lineup. Mm -hmm. And so, um, to your previous question, it, it was me and Valerie just pushing our pedals. You mm -hmm. know, mm -hmm. We had the pedals, we had like our effect, effect units, mm -hmm. and that's what we were using to, to create sounds. So you're just at home or in a studio somewhere, just, just like you're creating it uh, on the moment, right? Yeah, totally, totally. And then when you were doing that, when you were creating, then you added lyrics at the same time, or you just waited till the next, you know, I mean, when you're doing a four track, mm -hmm. there's only four tracks. Yeah. And you guys are, this music that I heard just recently, like, uh, We Drive Into the Sun, mm -hmm. how many tracks were that? Oh, well, okay. So that's not a four track recording. Yeah, sure. that, that is, yeah. So, <laughs> so when you were well, really, it was primitive when you first started. Yeah, it was very primitive when we first started. We had a four track, so we had four, little sections where we could we could record audio what we'll do is we will record as much as we could in those four tracks mm -hmm. we'll bounce to a cassette mm -hmm. and then we'll take the 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 mix from mm -hmm. the the cassette back into the four track and we have two more tracks to fill in and then we just kept going back and forth like that yes and it was just it, it was just very random because you know once you commit something to cassette you can't undo it again right so there was a lot of diy sort of like pray to the Lord that this sounds good type of thing. <laughs> it, you know, it's, it's, it's really, to tell you the truth, it's, it's quite amazing what two individuals could do. And, and are, you're pushing a limit. It isn't the conventional way of doing things, but what you're doing is exactly what the innovators would do. Miles Davis, you know, of course, uh, Turntine, all the great artists, you are following a, uh, a, a road that kind of is, it's beyond just the, uh, the traditional music that we look at, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, so I like what you've been, you guys are doing, but I want to talk to you about, so you, your name is Sweet Trip. Yep. That's, that, it just made me smile when Taryn told me that, hey, I got this, ba uh, this band, and he goes, it's not a band, it's, it's two people. Mm -hmm. uh, <laughs> what, what got you, what, why did you name yourself Sweet Trip? So, so I'm originally from Panama, Mm -hmm. And so when I was a kid, my older cousins and like older friends and uh, who were exposed to more adult things like drugs and alcohol and all those things, mm -hmm. um, they had a slang word for LSD, which in Spanish, in Panama, in Spanish, it translates to the tasty trip. Say it in Spanish. El viaje sabroso. 
Excelente. <laughs> Excelente. Um, it always stuck with me because I always thought it was really ridiculous and really funny. Mm -hmm. um, and so when we got together and when we started to develop our sound and getting comfortable with each other uh, playing music and all this stuff, mm -hmm. um, all the cassettes, all those cassettes that we were recording, I will label them. Uh, I wanted to label them the, the Tasty Trip, but I didn't think Tasty looked, uh, sounded and looked good. Mm -hmm. So I just switched it to Sweet. Yeah, yeah. And that was it. That's great. <laughs> so that's so it actually started when you were in Panama. So you were a young young fellow, like you said. Yeah. Well, no. What we started in in, in the Bay Area. Okay, in the yeah. Bay Area. Yeah. So are, do you play an instrument too? I do. I play the guitar. Mm -hmm. Play bass. Mm -hmm. um, I, I I can play the keyboard with one finger. That's okay, man. <laughs> a lot of people do just one finger. So when you when you play, uh, are you are you tuning it in standard or are you tuning it in, in D? Uh, you know, standard. standard. So you're E A G V E. Absolutely. Right. Okay. So, when you're doing your chords, mm -hmm. is it a progression of some sort? What kind of progression do you? You know, usually the standard one four five mm -hmm. with a minor seventh, mm -hmm. how it goes in. What do you guys do? You just use different formats, or pick from like, say, if you're playing in uh, A, where you guys, where you guys moving in that key? You know, I think that our, our chord progressions are very classic, very standard chord progressions there's mm -hmm. you know there might be some occasions where we might throw in some like diminished something okay or something jazzy here and mm -hmm. there but mm -hmm. everything I think is pretty basic pretty like the the, the foundation is classic pop mm -hmm. um, but one thing that we like to do is, is that we love open strings and we also like to figure out different voicings for for those chords so that instead of just playing bar chords uh -huh. or playing your standard chords right. you figure out some other way to play the same chord somewhere else in the fretboard mm -hmm. And it, it, and including the open strings as well, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and I think that creates a really nice harmonic uh, bed for mm -hmm, mm -hmm, melodies mm -hmm, and things mm -hmm. like that. Different ways to play different chords on the neck, where you get different sounds, mm -hmm. and you know, uh, that's a that's what uh, Hendrix used to do too. Yeah, getting the getting this sound. You know, have you, have you ever read anything about Jimmy? Jimmy would actually say, I had a friend that actually took lessons from Jimmy, cool. and. People would make fun of Jimmy. They used to call him marbles because okay. he was hearing stuff like you just said earlier in the interview mm -hmm. that you were hearing stuff in your mind, in your head. Mm -hmm. That's exactly what he was because no one heard when Jimmy came out. Well, we were, everybody was going like it was like it, the same thing with Eddie Van Halen. Right, right. right. You know, you you what are they? How do these do these? You know, they do this and when you're and that's interesting that you guys are doing almost the same stuff. Following up, following that path of innovators without being virtuosos, I guess. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Yeah, there you go. So when you're um, when you're writing, who does most of the lyrical writing, the songs? Like, cause your your melodies there are so different. It's so rich to me. Um, who does yours? Most of the singing, and who does who writes your lyrics? Um, so I I guess I take. Um, a big chunk of the the duties on that. Mm -hmm. um, that said, there's always you know there, there's always been a collaboration between me and Valerie. Mm -hmm. There's a back and forth. So like, it doesn't really matter who starts something. Mm -hmm. um, the most important thing is you know the the feedback that we uh, that we can bounce off mm -hmm. each other Exchange. to see what actually works and what what doesn't work. Yes. Um, so I mean, I guess to answer your question, technically, you know, I do the bulk of it. Um, mm -hmm. But to me, like more importantly, is just what happens after a song is written. Mm -hmm. How like we together figure out mm -hmm. how to make it mm -hmm. sound and fit and mm -hmm. and all that. So your picture that you and Valerie have mm -hmm. of uh, we drive into the sun. Mm -hmm. Love the title. 
Cool. Thank you. <laughs> Love the title. So when I, when I read the title and then I heard the music, I was thinking of Sun Ra. What made you do a, a title like that, We're Driving to the Sun, and the song is so beautiful? What made you come up with that? So the song is, let's see, the song is about sort of like um, taking a chance, just taking a gamble, uh, trying something out completely, uh, completely new, mm -hmm. even if it's scary or daunting in, in whatever way. Mm -hmm. And so I always picture, you know, to drive into the sun, mm -hmm. that would be a beautiful thing to see the sun in real life. But you'll, you'll probably get burned and die fairly quickly. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, of course you would. Yeah. So that's, that's kind of like, that is what the song is about, basically, mm -hmm. you know, take a chance, you know, let's do this crazy thing together. Um, but yes, there is danger ahead. If mm -hmm. th it's, there's possible <coughs> danger ahead. Uh, mm -hmm. And that's kind of what it means. Surviving a Smile. <laughs> Another great tune. Thank you. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, that is, huh, it is kind of like surviving a smile. Like when you see a, a person with a beautiful smile and you just want to like drop dead because it's that captivating, that's really it. <laughs> it's really, it's, if you smile at somebody, chances are 90% of the time they'll smile back. Right. <coughs> so that's what I was basically hearing with you. Uh, that's what I felt. Let's go this one. Chapters. Chapters. Um, I don't think that necessarily has a <coughs> meaning behind it. Um, yeah, I'm not really sure what that one is about. There, there are times where we just come up with titles because we feel that it fits the song. Mm -hmm. And maybe unconsciously it means something or it carries the, the meaning of the song in a high level. Mm -hmm. um, and sometimes we don't analyze what that high level is. <laughs> sometimes so. <laughs> Snow Purple Treasures. Mm -hmm. I felt like there was all these, like these rubies or something I was looking at. When I was listening to it, I'm going, I want to find that treasure. Mm -hmm. Beautiful. Thank you. Mm -hmm. um, snow, so snow uh, calls winter. And winter mm -hmm. is kind of a peaceful season. Uh, we both like winter a lot. Mm -hmm. It's probably like one of our favorite seasons. It's a great time. Absolutely. Um, and so, you know, and, and that whole scene, uh, you know, the whole imagery of just like white capes uh, covering all over the, the ground and this mm -hmm. is really beautiful. The purple part comes from um, swelling. So, you know, when you get bruised and something swells in your body, it turns purple. I mean, I have a purple finger right there. There you go. Yes, yes. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. Yeah. And so, like, um, I guess the idea is to find um, a swollen heart that looks purple, mm. uh, filled with love in this beautiful landscape of snow. Mm -hmm. um, something unique, so unique that you consider it a treasure. Interesting. Mm -hmm. So we talked earlier about another song. Um, Pretending. Mm -hmm. Another, I, I love how you just, just a few words, obviously all titles are a few words, but there's, if, when you hear pretending, another thing, again, it's how you, how you compress so much going into that song. <laughs> it's amazing. It's amazing. Now, is that both you singing or just you? That is mainly Valerie. 
Um, I believe that I'm doing some backup vocals mm -hmm, in there, mm -hmm. but it's mainly her. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And you wrote the lyrics also? I wrote the lyrics, yeah. Interesting. So while you're going through all of this, what you're doing right now with mm -hmm. this, with, you know, Sweet treat, Trip, what is the direction you're going to, are you going to continue pushing the line or what do you, what do you foresee in your future? Um, I don't know. I mean, for one thing, we will, we will like to continue uh, making music. Um, but I am, it's really hard to say what would, what a Sweet Trip song or album or record will sound like um, in the future because we usually don't really plan things out. We don't sit down like we don't sit down like at a corporate meeting where you say like okay our next rec record is gonna sound like this and like that and like that. Mm -hmm. Things just kind of happen. Mm -hmm. um, so it's really hard to say you know what what our sound is gonna be like. Say at any time. At any time. I don't know. So it's almost like improvisation. It's 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 like wide open then, right? Yeah, absolutely. We have we have so many different uh, influences that mm -hmm. we can tap into. Mm -hmm. And we don't shy away from them. And so, like, you know, at any time, you know, tomorrow we could write a, an acoustic song, and then the next day it can just be like a totally crazy electronic thing. Mm -hmm. And maybe the next day it might be something that hints to heavy metal. Who knows, you know? Exactly. So, is it when, where do you guys play at? Where do you perform, or are you just to perform at different places? Where do you perform at? So, we haven't performed in quite a while. And where did you before? Before uh, we used to perform, well, so before we were based in San Francisco, so we used to play in San Francisco a lot, you know, like the typical places, um, mm -hmm. the the nice. independent, oh, okay. uh, that used to be called the Justice League back mm -hmm. in the 90s, um, the Elbow Room, the Knockout. Of the course, of course, room, yeah. Places, yeah. I was just passed there the, the other day in, in San Francisco. My oh, cool. for that. What is, what's that? I go, it's a nightclub. Nice. You know? <laughs> um, so were you guys were you guys louder than I mean I'm listening to it on the computer so you guys have to be loud and and make a presence of yourself right or is it mediocre medium sound uh, you know not high level or is it are you giving out that energy like what I feel when I'm listening to it well we we we, we like to think that we do mm -hmm. <laughs> um, yeah uh, we can be loud but not not like ear splitting loud. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. We try to balance things as much as we can. Mm -hmm. um, to me, like volume is really important. That's mm -hmm. like, yeah. <laughs> so you get that clarity. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I mean, because you really don't have to. That's why acoustic music. I mean, we listen. We look to the greats and people. Acoustic music. It doesn't have to be loud. Right. You know, right. rock music is a different thing. Your your genres. You're probably in the middle. You'd probably say, or would you just keep it so that people could actually feel it a little bit differently? I will say something somewhere in the middle. I mean, but there are there are parts in our music and there are parts in our live sets that get really intense and really washy as mm -hmm. far as sound is concerned, mm -hmm. and that's just the nature of the song at the mm -hmm. time. Um, but aside from that, you know, we we want to, we want things to be leveled, mm -hmm. uh, sort of sort of in the middle tier. So when I was listening, because I could only, I listened to it a couple times because I really liked it. Uh, it was um, We Drive Into the Sun. Mm -hmm. I really liked that the most to me. I mean, I could listen to more. I, I will listen to more going back. Um, but I actually, uh, it was transporting me into a, a different kind of feeling. It was just, I closed my eyes when I listened to it because sometimes that's great. Miles Davis could always say that when you turned your back and listened to a, a band, you could hear it better, so I used to. I did that, and your music just kind of grabbed me. It's almost like seeing colors, and when I mean colors, it's not like visual colors. Like I'm really seeing that. It's the colors, the different layers that you have. That oh, cool. they just kind of like, 
you know when you pop a champagne bottle mm -hmm. and it goes all over the place sometimes? Yeah, yeah. That's what it felt like. It felt, oh, it was effervescence. Yeah. You know, it was, um, it was, it was really striking to me because your music is so new to my ear. I've heard electronic music before and it's kind of like, you know, it's fast, it's <laughs> This was totally different. It had a melody and your words are, are meaningful in it, cool. you know. Um, so in your, in your process now, uh, is Valerie still with, the ba uh, with you guys? Are you still collaborating? Yeah, yeah, we still mm -hmm. are. We just have to figure out the logistics of how to do that. Mm -hmm. uh, we're, we're not, uh, Valerie's no longer in the East Bay because mm -hmm. uh, we were both based in, in Oakland. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, we're, we're still together and mm -hmm. uh, we just need to figure it out. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So what is your direction now? Since, uh, are you going to continue what you're doing or going solo? No, um, we're going to continue uh, continue what we're doing. Um, I've always been uh, very strong about this opinion, well not us, but this statement mm -hmm. that um, Sweet Trip is me and Valerie, and if one of us is out of the picture, there is no Sweet Trip. Um, and I, I feel really strong, really strongly about it. Exactly. So if some day in the future one of us passes away or whatever, right. uh, that that's the end of it. That's really the end of mm -hmm. it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, you know, today uh, you've you've given such an insight to something's new to me, and I've been since. The, I heard the sounds of music when I was a little boy, and to hear your music, I am glad there's people like you. I consider you an innovator, Aww, and you and you, you just got to get it out more. Um, yeah, you know, you got soundtracks, even mm -hmm. something that uh, is so it it it's just so different to me in my ear, and I'm glad you're on a guest. If you want to say anything to Valerie or any of your friends that have are going to be watching <laughs> this soon. Um, I consider you an innovator. Thank you. Um, because it, it, it is, you should be listened to more. Thank you. You know, and uh, thank you for coming on. Yeah, thanks for having me. This, oh, it's, it's fun. You know, it's, it's just nice to have somebody that has something completely different to bring to the table. You know, we all have potluck dinners, right? We've mm -hmm. all been in potluck dinners. I love potluck dinners because you get an opportunity oh, to yeah. taste everything. Oh, yeah. And it's the same thing what you're doing. You brought something to the table in my mind that needs to be heard and you're a very talented individual no thank you you know and uh, thank you so much yeah and thank you for coming uh, what we normally do we'll look at camera number two mm -hmm. and we like to say um, thank you all to all the people that watch harmonics thank you for Roberto for coming here today um, this is Gregory Korea once again I'm wishing you all a happy Thanksgiving I like to thank all the crew that helps me you know, Taryn, uh, Sue Joy, Chad, and there's so many other people in the background that has made this show so popular. Uh, I'd like to also thank Gary Carter, who is the, the man that actually seen the future uh, and gave me this opportunity to be in here. I'm very thankful for all of us and peace and love to everybody. God bless everybody and happy Thanksgiving. Peace. Bye.